Taking a look at the wide receiver room depth chart, is there enough depth in the two deep, or do the Aggies need a couple more receivers in the portal? You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in to Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So, looking at this wide receiver room we're kind of at that spot right now with a portal where you can start to go okay we're you know we're getting halfway through this portal period and we can kind of look at the depth chart and go do we have enough guys here or do we not have enough depth here where are we at when it comes to that so looking at this position group where it sits right now i've kind of made a little bit of a two deep and, you know, a little bit past that. But right now, your starting wide receivers, I predict for next season, and this is no surprise, is Johnny Walker, Noah Thomas, and Moose. Those are your three guys. Then is when the two deep conversation starts. So the transfers, Javon Harvey and Cyrus Allen that you've already brought in in this portal period. Then you've got the up-and-coming, going to be a sophomore, Micah Tease. And then you've got the two more freshmen coming in in the 2024 class, and Ernest Campbell, the speed demon, and then the late addition, Isaiah Williams. So that's kind of where you're at right now. And uh, I think it has a legitimate, you know, shot to see the field a ton and, and play a relevant amount of snaps for the Aggies at some point next season. I mean, and you got to remember, this is wide receiver is a position that so far in the portal and in the recruiting class, you have lost so, so very much talent. I mean, run through what, what and then even just into the NFL draft. Anias is moving on. Evan Stewart's in the portal. Um. And then you think you got um, in the recruiting class. Sorry, Cam Coleman's gone. You lose Draylon Miller. You lose a ton of guys kind of there. So you've not only lost receivers to the portal. Jordan Anthony's gone. You lose receivers to the portal. You lose receivers in the recruiting class. And then you lose one, you know, um, a player like Anaya Smith to moving on to the next level. That is a lot to replace at this position. And, you know, it's kind of funny looking back at last year's roster, because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to count and make, you know, make sure receiver where we at looking back at the roster last year, there was a ton of wide receiver depth and a ton of talented depth to where like, you know, Micah Tease and Ray Cottrell were like, you're, low end guys you were you did you weren't going to need them last year and now 
you know, I just I think this receiver room, I would I would go get one more player. I feel really good about where this receiver room is when it comes to Jade Walker, Noah Thomas, and Moose. We know who Jade Walker and, and, and Noah Thomas are. I think we feel pretty confident in that. And Moose, I think we know who he is. Whatever went on last year, whatever the lack of playing time for Moose was, it it made no sense to me, and I'm sure no sense to all you everydayers, no sense to anybody. We know who that guy is. You know how good he is. The fact that he was not on the field last year, um, really until you know Coach Fisher was gone, is insane to me. I mean, that's just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Um, Mike Tease, I think he could have a breakout year. Javon Harvey and Cyrus Allen, the transfers, those guys can help you. I, you know, it would not surprise me to see one of those guys mix in um, and play a whole bunch of snaps. Receivers are a position where you are going to have players switching in and out of the ballgame. It's not like it's going to be Jody Walker, Noah Thomas, and Moose on the field the whole game, and that's it. You know, you're going to have some guys switch in. You're going to have some players come in. Maybe you see an Ernest Campbell come in. He's a small guy, but maybe he comes in and he does a jet sweep or a, or a bubble screen, you know, something to get him in space with the football. They might do different things with different players based on skill sets. So I knowing that you have those three guys kind of as, as the guys, as the starters, as, you know, assuming right now where we're sitting right now, I think those are going to be the guys. And then you have, it makes me feel a lot better, the two portal additions you've already had. These are guys that have played college football, succeeded in college football, and I think that they can come in and really help this football team, whether it's from a playing a lot standpoint or whether it's from a depth standpoint. I think these guys are going to come in and be a big help. So, you know, looking at that, it makes me – it makes me feel better about this position group. And the late addition to the recruiting class of Isaiah Williams is another great addition. But, you know, Ernest Campbell and Isaiah Williams, I don't think you're going to want to see them a ton. We, we discussed, like, you know, they're freshmen, they're young guys. We don't, you know, you don't want to, the goal is to not have to have, have to be in a position where you're playing freshmen a ton, unless it's somebody like a Terry Bussey. And so that's where those two guys. That's I just I don't see them playing a ton. So that kind of leaves you with I think you know six receivers that are going to play a ton of relevant snaps. Um, and I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind going to get one more receiver in the portal. Segment two today, we're going to discuss. I, I've kind of done a rough how many scholarships are left, and then I've kind of we've talked about what we already have in the portal. What do we need in the portal, position group-wise, amount of players-wise? Um, and I think where we're at in the portal, you can add one more player to the wide receiver room and, and still add at your, at your some of your positions of need that are more pressing you know, than, than some of the others. So, yeah, this receiver room, I feel pretty good about it. Now, let me listen. Losing a Cam Coleman, losing a Draylon Miller, losing Evan Stewart, losing a nice Smith to the next level, that all is very hard and painful and hurts, you know, because obviously those players are really, really good football players. But I think that Jody Walker is going to be a star. I think Noah Thomas is going to continue to develop into who he is. 
and then I think moves. I mean, once again, I think he is an NFL wide receiver that was un, that was incorrectly utilized last season. I think he is going to be utilized correctly under this coaching staff. I think he will be used the right way, and you're going to get the best out of him, and that's going to really help the depth of this room. But um, I just feel like there's a lot of you know you you could argue that. You got unproven guys, and obviously the two freshmen, and then Micah Tease. We you know didn't really see him much until the bowl game. Then you've got Jade, No Thomas, Moose, who have played so you know some snaps in college football, and so have Harvey and Allen, the two transfers. So you got five guys, you know, I think with experience. It, 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 the issue then becomes injury. We know how this works. We know how the the wide receiver position works. You're going to lose some players. It's a position where it's easy to get banged up. You're getting hit across the middle. You're laying out for footballs. There's a lot that happens that can can get receivers banged up. And, it, I mean, think about it. If Jada and Moose are down, you know, uh, ankle turn and a concussion, right, um, and they're down for, for two weeks, you know, and then you got – you got you need Tease and Harvey to step in. I mean, it just that's when it, it starts to get thin, and thin is concerning. So I wouldn't mind going to get one more veteran proven receiver in the portal, but I do think talent wise, gritty wise, this wide receiver room is in a spot to be successful in 2024. But I would maybe go get one more actual, you know, scholarship legitimate guy to help make this room deeper in 2024 we're going to run through the scholarships how many scholarships are there give or take don't have the exact number it's a rough estimate and um we're going to run through that what positions do you need what do we already have what left is there to get in the portal we will have that conversation coming up right here on locked on aggies But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. It pains me to say, but the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, and it's the easiest, best way to find parlays that other people like. You should feel confidence in because everybody has placed it. FanDuel is what I use when I sports wager. It is a ton of fun to use. The app is easy to use. Everything about FanDuel is quick, convenient, and just makes watching ball games a ton more fun. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. So this is a interesting conversation, one that I am quite looking forward to having. And it is kind of where we are at scholarship-wise, what to go get in the portal-wise. Rough estimate, rough estimate. That's very key here. Rough estimate. I believe there's about 11 or 12 scholarships left. That's just a rough estimate running through some different things. So we're going to say 11 because we're going we're gonna to downplay it. I think that, you know, a, another player hit the portal, which happened, and, you know, you're not going to have Dominic McKinley signing with your class, added up a couple more. 
So it was 10. I think it should be 12 now, but we're going to say 11 just for the sake of the experiment and, you know, making sure we're, we're fair here. So you already have in the transfer portal, I was going to read the additions, but I will go ahead and talk about the players here. So you've got the corner, Will Lee from Kansas State. You've got the receiver, Javon Harvey, we just got done discussing. We've got Alex Howard, the linebacker, Cyrus Allen, the other receiver we just got done discussing, Trey Jones, the safety, Garrett Miller, the tight end from Purdue, Jericky Wright, the safety from Vandy. You also bring in Wesley Watson, Kansas State receiver, played for Coach Colin Klein, but it does, he is going to be a PWO, preferred walk-on. So um, don't really count him to, the, you know, to this conversation. And then the former Georgia Bulldog kicker, Jared Zirkel are your current portal additions. So I didn't write down kicker. We'll write down kicker one. So as of right now, you got zero quarterbacks, zero running backs. You've got two slash three receivers, depending on if you want to count the preferred walk on. Uh, one tight end, no offensive lineman, one kicker, no defensive lineman, no uh, edge rushers, you know, pass rushers. One, uh, one linebacker, two safeties, one corner. So that is where we are currently at transfer portal-wise. And it sounds, like I said, 11, 12, around there, scholarships left. So we're going to say 11 for the experiment. And I kind of want to run through where I think those scholarships should be used. So quarterback, I'm very happy where we're at quarterback-wise. It's a conversation that we had the other day. Um, it's one we're going to have again. There's a few things I'd like to change up to that conversation. Um, I you know, thought, thought back on, on the arguments I made, and I want to kind of change that conversation up a little bit. We'll do that probably eh, next week, week after, once you know we get deeper into offseason stuff. So quarterback, I'm good there. I feel good about the quarterback room. I don't think you need, it, you need any additions in the portal there. Especially with the young guy Miles O'Neill coming in, you know I feel pretty good with the position. We know who you got in uh, Marcel Reed and Jalen Henderson, so I feel pretty good there, quarterback wise. Running back wise, I this is a position where I think you could go either way. Uh, it is a position once again that that like receiver. You, players are going to get hurt, like the you know offensive defensive line. You're going to have players get hurt at the running back position. This is one where I don't think at making an addition is necessary, but I would not yell at you if you brought in a running back in the portal. I wouldn't be upset. Um, also, knowing that you don't have one in your 2024 recruiting class, so I, I kind of I look at that and I go, you know, I always talk about how important it is to have an addition at each position group in each recruiting class because, you know, you are always making those additions. You are always trying to, you know, you always want to have a new receiver in the transfer port. I'm sorry, in the recruiting class, um, you, a new running back, new receiver, new quarterback. You want to have all those positions filled because that's just how you create your depth down the road. So knowing that, I wouldn't be upset if you went and like got a young receiver. Now that's the thing. If I was going to go get a, I keep saying receiver. I'm talking about running back. I wouldn't mind going to get a young running back, just as an upside play. 
not as, you know, I, I wouldn't go get a one-year rental. I wouldn't do that because I think you've got enough talent um, to not really be in a position to need a one-year rental. I would go get a younger guy, former four-star who didn't get a ton of playing time that's looking for a new home. That is the kind of addition I would make in the running back room, and I don't think it, it hurts you. So that's why I, I, I lean toward another addition to the, or an addition to the running back room, just knowing you don't have one in the 2024 class as we sit right now. And I wouldn't mind a young guy to add some depth to the room. Um, wide receiver, I, like I said, we discussed a minute ago, I would be fine with one more. Um, I don't think you need – it's hard to sell playing. It, it's going to be hard to recruit more portal players because a lot of these portal players, you're selling playing time. I, I don't know how you know, you're selling right now playing time to a wide receiver with your two veteran additions – Couple of talented young freshmen, uh, up and coming sophomore, and then you know the guys who we think are going to start and Jody Walker, Noah Thomas, and Miss Muhammad. So, uh, you know what I mean? It's hard to to make that pitch, make that that playing time pitch to some of these guys. So, I, you know, I, I don't think you can go get more many more than one receiver. Um, tight end, I don't. You you, you have your addition there in. Um, I keep forgetting. Is it Garrett? Miller, Garrett Miller. I keep forgetting his last name. I know it's Garrett. I forget his last name. Um, I w- I don't think you need another tight end after Garrett Miller. I-, I feel pretty good about that position group. I think you're fine there. Um, you'll have uh, you'll have enough talent there that you're going to be fine. I know you lose a Jake Johnson, and but I just don't. I think bringing in a, a Garrett Miller, and I know that Coach Klein likes to use tight ends, but. I think you got plenty of depth there. I do. And then you've got the freshman coming in. Um, Eric Carner, right? And that's just yeah, Eric Carner, the freshman from Illinois will be coming in. I don't think you need an addition there. I think that position group's fine. Then we get to as as y'all every years know, where I yell at a wall for about 20 minutes about the offensive line. I would go make three additions. Um, and this can be Okay, you could. How how do you want to spread those three additions out? Do you want to go uh, one one year rental and two um, guys with three years of eligibility left that that are are upside plays? Do you want to go get two one year rentals and one guy with uh, um, upside play, three guys with upside play, three um, guys one year eligibility? I think that I like those additions at the offensive line. I always talk about how the offensive line, you know, how important just having having the dog mentality is. Y'all know how important I think that is at the, at the at the offensive line position. So going to get some young guys to help develop um, develop the technique that didn't play a ton at, at their first stop. I don't. I, I'm not upset about that. Knowing. Hey, you know, we, we, we can go get some t- offensive linemen that with a year or two of development can start for us. I think those are some good additions, but I also wouldn't mind a proven tackle one-year addition or, or a proven tackle that's got two years eligibility but might only use one and go pro. Like, I wouldn't mind additions like that. But regardless, you need offensive linemen in the portal. I mean, they're going to come. You're going to get them. I'm just saying you need them. Then on the defensive side of the ball, I would still – I would go get two corners. I really – I, I would, in all honesty. Um, you obviously have Will Lee 
in the portal class, and then you've got the two guys in safety. I have zero safety just because I think you've you've obviously brought in two and Trey Jones and Ricky Wright, and then you've got a really talented safety class when it comes to the recruiting class. I don't. I mean, you got Jordan Pride and Miles Davis. I feel pretty good about that. You know, room right there, and then the additions you've already made. So I think you're fine at safety. Linebacker, I wouldn't mind seeing you go get one more on top of Alex Howard, the um, transfer from Youngstown State. If you went and got one more, I wouldn't be upset about it. And then I would go get a couple pass rushers. I have two pass rushers here and one defensive lineman. I think that defensive line is a position where you're still in a really good spot just based on how much talent you had heading into last season. And even though you lost a ton of that talent in the portal this this offseason, you're still so deep at that position group that I don't think you need a ton of additions. I wouldn't mind a pass rusher too, and just a, a more interior defensive lineman. I think if you went and got those three players to to be in the front seven or you four players in the front seven, if you got the linebacker addition, I think that would be enough to have um, the front seven in a good spot next year, and and maybe you know once again a couple guys that are younger and and can develop and stuff like that. So. That's kind of where we're at scholarship wise in the portal. I wouldn't mind, um, you know, so it, there's still a lot of additions to be made, and the coaching staff has the scholarships. You know, they're going to make those additions unless something, you know, crazy happens late in the recruiting class and they add, you know, something like that. But I just, I feel pretty good that this coaching staff has a lot of work to do in the transfer portal, and there are still a ton of additions coming to this Texas AM football team. We're going to talk about a player that entered the portal, why these portal additions need to be of high quality, and once again, you can't lose Terry Bussey. We'll have those quick conversations coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. So, Tony Grimes announced he is entering the portal. That is one of the weirdest Texas A&M tenures I have seen in a player. Um, I mean, there was so much hype for me. I was excited about Tony Grimes. He, you know, the five-star. He goes to North Carolina. He has a good career, an okay career, not a great career, not a five-star career. And I, I kind of was like, hey, I think he can come here and, and fix this and turn his college football career around and get himself in the NFL draft. I mean, I, there were mock drafts heading into last season that had him as a third-round pick, a second-round pick. And he's banged up. He can't get on the field. He transfers. Um, and, 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 listen, that 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 was hard on this team because we talked about the issues you had at corner. I think Tony Grimes could have made a difference there. I really do. Knowing that he wasn't able to really get out there it hurt this football team. It did. And so seeing him into the portal, it it was, like I said, plain and simple, it was a very weird tenure for Tony Grimes during his time at Texas A&M. But, um, and that brings me to just a short conversation of this is why your portal additions need to be quality players. You don't want to go in the portal and just get guys that are, eh, I mean, this guy's okay. He's an okay football player. You know, he was fine at his previous school, but can he come in and make a difference for us here? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. That's kind of, I think, sometimes what some portal additions look like. 
you don't want those portal additions. Obviously, I mean, obviously, you want players that are going to come in and make your football team better. Help your team. Make this team every day deeper, more talented, and just flat out a better football team. Those are the players you want at the in the transfer portal. And I think last year, aside from you know a Jody Walker and a Jalen Henderson, um, it it was the the transfer portal class was a whole bunch of guys that were just kind of like, eh, didn't see you on the field, didn't have if you were on the field, you weren't great, that kind of thing. So I think this year's and I like this year's portal additions thus far, but I think they need to be high quality and football players that are going to come in and help make your football team better. The last real quick conversation that I want to have before we call it a day here is about Terry Bussey. Now that Dominic McKinley has officially flipped his commitment from Texas A&M to LSU, I think the conversation needs to be had. Hey, like, listen, Terry Bussey, you know, retweeted, reposted that Dominic McKinley had flipped from LSU. Now, you know, LSU would really is trying to flip. Terry Bussey as well, as as are many other schools. You got to hold on to this guy. I mean, it, it, I, I'm not going to read much into him retweeting that. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, what does that mean? Oh, does that mean he's gone? And we're not going to do that. But I am going to say you do have to hold on to Terry Bussey. We know who he is. I, I've never watched tape on a player and just been like, I, I, he, he has to be on this football team. And that's how I feel about Terry Bussey. You have got to hold on to him. If you hold on to him, I think he's going to come in and have an impact. The second he walks on campus, um, he's just so talented, and you cannot lose him. So that needs to be goal priority number one for this Texas A&M coaching staff. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. Thank you, Everydayers, for being here. New listeners, appreciate you. Um, a lot of fun, as always, coming up here next couple weeks. Portal stuff, off-season stuff, different conversations to be had. Everybody have a great rest of your day today, and we will see you tomorrow.